Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy. I hope everyone is well. So I, I am Kimmy um, from Notary Educators. I'm one of the trainers over there also. And welcome, welcome to everybody. We'll let Angela introduce herself. Alexis is coming. She had to log back onto her other computer. Um, Angela? Uh, this is Angela with AJ Mobile Notary and Apostille Services, and happy Tuesday. Welcome, welcome, you guys. We're glad to have you with us tonight. Very good. Hello. Welcome, Barbara. DJS, New York is in the house. Hi, Donna. You got your email about the live. Yay. For those of you who have not signed up for the emails, do so over at notaryeducatorsllc.com because a lot of times YouTube and Facebook will not notify you when we go live. So that's the best way to stay in touch with what's happening over here. Live, discounts, specials, all kind of stuff, okay? Um, hey, Shantia and Marcel. Chantel. Hey, Philly's here. Hi, Terry C. What's going on, B-Wells? Welcome. Did we hit everybody? So we're going to get started. You know, I like to start on time. Welcome, welcome. So tonight we are talking about when to say no to a notarization. So let's get started with this question for you all. Put a one if you think it's okay to say no and put a two if you should never say no. Hey, Tina. Hi, Linnell. Let me cut my phone off. One, if you if it's okay to say no and two, hey, J3, and two, if you should never say no to a notarization. Can your um, state get you if you say no? Looks like everybody's agreeing. You can say you can say no. Yep, it's your commission. So while we wait on Alexis, here she is. Hold on. Hey, Alexis, hey. introduce yourself. Yes. Hello, everybody. My name is Alexis with Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. How are you all doing tonight? Welcome, welcome. Hey, Katrina, Stephanie, Angela. I hope I got everybody. So listen, Linnell. Hi, and Sharon. Hey, Ronnie. Those are a few new names I haven't seen yet. Hey, welcome, everybody, and to those who will join us on the replay. So this topic came about because yesterday I I have another video, too, about when it's okay to say no. But since this happened yesterday, and most of you probably did not see the other video. It's been so long ago. I said we could do this topic. But yesterday I had a lady come to me with her daughter, and she needed two deeds to be notarized. She also needed two witnesses. So during my screening, I asked her very clearly, 
how many witnesses do you need for the document? She says, one. I said, can you please double check? Because sometimes it'll be a space for witness number one. Sometimes it'll be a space for witness number two also. Oh, I just need one. So I was going to provide the one for her, which was Jeffrey. So when she gets here, of course, how many witnesses do you guys think she needed? Hey, Frank, welcome. Hi, Tara, Cheryl. How many witnesses do you think she needed? Hey, Katrina, if I didn't say hi. She needed two. She needed two. Hey, Cheryl, welcome, welcome. She needed two witnesses. So what do you think happened? So she calls the, I said, well, I know for a fact that Angela do two. Most of these really only require one and the notary. But if it has a space for two, safe than sorry, because you have to be very careful. They will sometimes require two witnesses. So I don't presume to assume if it's one or two. I go by what the document tells me to do, what the signer wants me to do, and what the person who gave them the documents want them to do. I never make that decision. So she calls the company, the uh, attorney's office, and the receptionist says, get the notary to, I'm on, I can hear her because she has her own speaker, get the notary to stamp it, and then when it gets back to us, we'll provide two witnesses. Oh, really? She didn't know who she was dealing with. <laughs> Ah, that was funny, guys. So I'm telling my client, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. And I told the um, the receptionist, too, I said, well, unfortunately, I'm not able to do that. Everyone who signs the document must see the signer sign it. Oh, well, then we'll just do it for her when, when she gets here. You don't even have to notarize it. She can just send the whole thing back. So one of my clients, she was older. The mother was 92, actually, spry and just as healthiest ever 92 so she says i don't think i want to do that so i told her what the normal process is which would be that she has to sign it in front of the notary and mom is old enough to know she knew also she said well that just doesn't sound right welcome to everybody that's joining us we're talking about when is it okay to say no to a notarization so long and short of it um mom says no i'm gonna go ahead and let you do it and can you provide another witness? And I told her, yes, I could. So we went up to uh, UPS and they served as a witness. They charged $3. So I let them serve as one. I did provide Jeffrey as a second witness. So the moral of the story is, I don't care who it is. They don't tell you what to do with your commission. They don't do shortcuts and tell you it's okay and we'll provide the witnesses on the back end. That's not how that works. You have to do everything in front of the signer. You all have to be present together. Now, I'm not talking about Ron. I'm talking about face-to-face -face here in Georgia or wherever you have to do a face-to-face. -face. That's what I'm talking about. So, no, we don't just sign it and then say, okay, you can do whatever you want when you get the documents on the back end. Mm -mm. That's not a proper notarization, okay? So, that was my little story about when to say no. So, I had to tell her no. That's not how it's going to work. And the client had to make the final decision, which was to let me do it. So what do you have, Angela? Do you have a story or when is it okay to say no to a notarization? Sorry, I was muted. I do have a story, but I have a pre-story to go. When a person uh, comes to you for a notarization and they um, want you to notarize something, but there's a person with them. And the person is uh, encouraging, strongly encouraging them or encouraging them to sign it, but the person is hesitant. Do you, you think you should notarize?
So there, there are two things about that. Number one thing, and Kim kind of mentioned it earlier. The number one thing is that you as the notary, you have every right side, whether you're going to notice it or not. Or if a person is there and another person is like caregiver for that person. And the person is not able and what they're doing because they're heavily met or they're under any medication that could cause them to be drowsy then do you think you should notarize it? And again, you, you as the notary have to be the one to decide whether you're going to notarize that or not, because the person may say, where, well, they're okay and they know what they're signing. Uh, no, they're not okay and they don't know what they're signing. And so I had a situation where, and this was not her trying to do anything underhanded, but she was really overwhelmed and she was really stressed and she needed these documents done in order to further her husband's uh care and get him into a facility and all of that and i sympathized with her but he was heavy heavily medicated and i did believe her but i could not notarize the document because i couldn't have a conversation with him at all and so i chose not to notarize it but i informed her that you know if she would call me at any point even in the middle of the night when he was up and aware and awake that i would be happy to notarize it and so you don't be encouraged or, or let anyone push you into notarizing something, whether it's a family member or a relative because the, they want it done and the person may be really about to die. I sympathize with people like that, but I can't risk my commission and um, notarizing something that I shouldn't notarize. I just recently, and I called Kim, I just recently had an attorney in South Carolina called me to do an affidavit and wanted all my witnesses to, to do an affidavit because some person died properly. So you want to make sure that you take the proper procedures. And if you as the notary feel that that person is uh, being coerced or under any type of duress to do something that you don't do it. So if it comes back, then you'll be able to truthfully um, sign an affidavit or get an affidavit notarized and won't have to worry about the ramifications later. Very good. Very good. So I like how Angela offered to go back because we're all about customer service, too. I have had to do something similar and we will go back out without charging them an additional travel fee. Depending on how far it is, you have to make that business call. But it's so much to go in into that thing with a witness. I'm telling you, because that document does not move without a witness. So we have to make sure we do a proper screening and even push back on the client, because like I said, I push back with my client. And I was like, can you double check the paperwork? <laughs> so, you know, things happen, you know, and Marcel is saying that she has something similar happen to her on Sunday. Alexis, what you got for us? When is it okay to say no? So this is more personal, but I had a situation. <laughs> I, had a situation. <laughs> right. I had a situation recently where it was just a lot going on. They didn't have the paperwork together. They didn't know what needed to be done, what they needed to fill out. We were standing there for 15 minutes and it just got to the point. I was like, okay, she was just like, can you just notarize it? And you know, they'll fill it out and handle it on the back end. And I was like, no, I need everything to be done now. And she was a little irritated, but 
she didn't have anything filled out. She tried to call the lawyer because the, the documents came from a lawyer. The lawyer wasn't answering. It was just, it was a lot. And at that point, it was just taking too long. I had other things to do. I was just like, okay, how about this? Uh-oh, I'm there. Okay, I was like, can you hear me? I was like, um, yeah, at this point, just take, it's a lot going on. Let's just reschedule. And like I said, she was irritated, but hey, it is what it is. So at that point, I had to say no. Things just weren't together. And I try to give people, you know, a heads up when they first call and let them know, okay, it's everything filled out. You know, try to make it as smooth as possible. Ask the right questions. Sometimes it doesn't go, of course, as planned. But, I mean, I, I would rather, you know, we do it another day and try to force it right now and waste more time. Right, right. And I've had that happen, too. I believe I talked about it before. I had a client where the wife was going to serve as a witness. And she had to come from so far away. So... In some doc, some cases, the uh, family member cannot serve it as at all as a witness, and um, that's going to be up to the lender. So we're not the witness police. We're not. If the lender says it's okay, because me and Angela have a company that we work with, they do allow the spouse to serve as a witness if they're not on the deed or um, anything. So that's the company's call. That's not our call, unless your state handbook says for certain that a family member cannot serve as a witness. So that goes back to that question we asked a um, couple months ago. Can you notarize for a family member? If you missed that video, go back and watch it because my husband has notarized something for me before. So if you think that's right or wrong, go back and watch the video. All right. So anyway, we're going to take a few questions. So just for the record, to be crystal clear, guys, for those of you who are just joining us, and we appreciate everyone being here tonight. Is it okay to say no to a notarization? It absolutely is, because that is your commission. That is your business. That is your insurance. Angela, what would you like to add? Angela? I like what, uh, so we have some people on Facebook. We have some people on Facebook. Uh, Doris LaShawn says, when your gut says no, say no. So if you have that gut feeling with the situation in the room that is not right to notarize it, then do it. Lauren is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. LaShonda and Doris are just saying hello. Um, so let's get a few of your questions and comments in the chat. And let's see where we're going to start at. Let's do, I guess, Terry says it's been a while, Angela, since they've seen you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Frank, let's see. Hit the like button for us, guys. Hit the like button so YouTube knows that this conversation was important. Cheryl is in Lansing. Rhonda, what's going on? Let's see who else. What questions do we have tonight? Angela Miller says, Kimmy, Angela, and Alexis, I've learned a lot from y'all. Thank you. We appreciate it. That's why we do what we do. Hey, Tanita, what's going on? Um, Ms. Donna says, you were so professional. I don't know if I could have reacted the same way. Yeah, you always want to be professional, even if you have to say no. Um, it's funny, in one of our slides that we use for the Notarize Like a Pro course, um, I have this guy, and he's sitting in a hammock, cool as a, a cucumber. We ain't going to get huffy. We ain't going to get puffy. The answer is no, with a smile. I 
I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. I won't be able to notarize that for you today for whatever reason, ABC. You know, so just, just tell them what it is. I mean, no need to sugarcoat because at the moment you realize you can't notarize it, you're actually costing yourself money. Every minute you stay there, him and Hong, you are in the negative because you have not made any money. So once it stopped making sense and it don't make money, it don't make sense. So that's it. We're not sitting there all day. And y'all know I like to put some sugar on it. But at a certain point, it's like, uh, yeah, we got to wrap this up. I'll be back when you get it together. <laughs> okay. Marcel said the same thing happened to her on Sunday. I asked a client prior and she said no witness got there. She needed a witness. She wanted me to do the notarization and have the witness sign later. As we already stated, that is a no go. Um, Marcel said she offered to pay her extra. She told her that Oh, wow. She even offered to pay you extra if you did that. Okay. Now we're hitting bribery. <laughs> that sounds like a felon. <laughs> a felon right, waiting to happen. So Marcel says she offered to pay her extra, but she told her she was not going to put her commission on the line. Hey, Bryce. So Marcel says she drove home, got a witness, and went back. She says she was annoyed. <laughs> I don't blame you. What's going on, Tanya? Infinite Discernment says, just recently did my first notary job after being licensed two years. Congratulations. Very good. Very good. How did it go for you? Marcel says, it was five minutes away, come, came back and got her mother to charge $25 witness fee. Was mad that I didn't charge extra, but it's a learning process. Wasn't even already undercharged. Oh, she already had undercharged it. So she said she'll get it next time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and I say that all the time. Sometimes you may feel like you guys, Angela, you ever overcharge a client or I won't say overcharge, but you priced it one way. You got there with something different either way in your favor or not. You may be underpriced it over. You know what I'm saying? Alexis, how do you guys feel about that? Because some people are like, well, you need to charge everybody exactly the same. It's impossible to charge exactly. No, right. So I'm underpriced. And, um so it depends on what the situation is. Like I have underpriced a job. And when I went to the per person situation, true story, uh, a man was in a car accident. Um, him and his wife needed some documents uh, notarized. And it was in Grayson. So they did not tell me. I don't know whether they didn't know or they just didn't tell me the truth about what they had. And so I had already undercharged them but when i got, was much more involved i explained to them that i charged them the initial price because of this reason but because you have this this and this this is how much the fee will be and they were fine with it so and on the other hand i've undercharged and i just let it be because that just happens sometimes and you over you undercharge it just happens because there's going to be a situation where so maybe um you charge the right price and somebody's going to even maybe give you, I've had people give me a, insisted on giving me a huge tip. So it, it really balances out for me. I feel the same way. It always just balances out. Cause I have had just even last week, I had a couple people I undercharged, but they tipped me like 20 and $30. So I'm like, okay. You know, so I always say sometimes, and then I, it might backfire. I'll say, leave a little room for grace or a little room for them to tip you. If you charge $100 right off the bat, ain't no room for tip. They figure you got all your money. 
But you know what I'm saying? So you got to make a business decision. Alexis, what's your thoughts on that? Has that happened to you? Yeah, in the beginning, definitely. But now recently, I always ask certain questions. And once I start asking questions, if the person is unsure, that's when I'm like, okay, well, if it's this, then this will be this price. If it's that, it'll be, you know, that price. That way, when I get there, it's really, you know, overpricing, underpricing. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, it's a win-win for both of us. But I did have a situation uh, yesterday, actually, where a, a woman, uh, she thought it was one price, and it was actually, she thought it was 45 and I told her, oh, no, it's 40 She was like, how about this? I'll give you 60 She gave me an extra $20. $20. And I was like, okay, really nice lady. Um, I've done multiple signings for her in the past. And, yeah, like, it's just little stuff like that. And this that wasn't necessarily under or overpriced. She thought it was one price, and it wasn't. But it was still, like, just like you all said, it works out, and, and everything balances, especially when people who tip you really well. I was going to say, that's a testament to your customer service. You know what I mean? And that's how people show you that they value you. In case you missed it, we have did a complete video on should you accept a tip or not. So go back and check out some of the lives if you're new. Um, we have all kind of information and topics that we've discussed um, throughout the last um, year and a half or so. More than that, really. So go back and check out some of the lives if you've missed them. Uh, let's see here. So DJ says, I'm a professional. No giver with a smile. Folks be asking silly things. <laughs> DJ S, come on now. Do it with a smile out there. You want that review? I call it the trifecta, the tease. Well, I don't know if it's all T's. I don't think it is, actually. But the trifecta is the transaction. It is all well. All T's. The tri trifecta for me is the transaction went smoothly. They left me. A no, it's not all T's. The transaction went smoothly. Smoothly. They left me a tip and they left me a review. For me, that's a trifecta. And that may not. I know that's a word, but I don't know if it really fit what I'm saying. But when all those three things happen, Kimmy walk away with, bam, the biggest smile you ever seen. All right, let's see. Oh, Infinite Discernment said her first signing went well. Wait a minute. It was smooth, but she was nervous. Best way to find work in a small area with no sign-up companies. You got to get out there and market. You got to get out there and market. Everybody in your town should know you're a notary. Everybody in your town. Everybody. So that means leaving your business cards mm -hmm. everywhere. They got You got to get out there and just get it. Yeah. Right, even, says I had a, even when I'll go go out, ahead. just even when you go out to dinner somewhere, I, I had went to lunch together, and this man really tried to get fresh with me. And I told him, You know, my mouth, I'm sorry, but I was like, You don't need to know all that. You know, get my card if you need, if you need know anyone or you need a notary, just call me for that and that only. And so I gave him my card. And like, <laughs> What you say only for that so one person? Everywhere you go, my point is. <laughs> so Bryce says, I have been asked to notarize a power of attorney for a signer by his son. His son told me the signer, his dad, had dementia, but misled me to think his dad was more cognizant than he actually was. And that'll happen because when you get down to them power of attorneys, they're trying to get that thing signed. 
Usually they waited to the last minute. Like Angela mentioned earlier, somebody's life is involved. And it's like, if they don't get it signed, all the assets going over to probate or whatever, you know what I'm saying? No one's making the decision. So when it comes to the power of attorneys, that's your trickiest signing out there. You really want to be careful with that and um, real estate documents. You know, actually anything. I, I take every single document. I stamp very seriously. Every single document. J3 says, had a general notary assignment. I asked the client if she had a valid ID. She said yes. When I got there, her ID was expired. She was mad. I asked her for two people who can verify her identity, shaking my head. So J3, aren't you in Georgia? And let me know. If I, I believe if you're who I think you are, you're in Georgia. So I'm going to push back and ask you, could you have taken that expired ID? I'm going to push back. Let me know. I think you're in Georgia if it's who I think it is. And everybody, this is a teaching point. Check your handbook and see if you can accept an expired ID. Now is the time. Don't wait till you get the phone call because it happens all day long. People have expired IDs. And you could end up costing yourself a job and money if you mm. don't know what your handbook says. Okay. Bryce says, I decided I would charge a fee for signing like that from now on, sometimes all up front. Yeah. But Angela, have you, you don't, well, none of us charge up front. Cause I was going to say, so Bryce, what happens if you get there, he paid you all up front and then it wasn't what you thought. Are you going to say, no, I'm not going to get your money back. What does that look like? What kind of customer service is that? Right. I'm just curious. What's your thoughts, Angela? I don't, I don't charge up front. I never have. I, I have had two customers you know, they wanted to on their own to pay me up front. They was like, I want to pay you now. And even gave me a tip. You know, they paid me beforehand. And I they really wanted it because it was like very, very important. I knew the appointment was secure, but I don't mm -hmm. ever ask for up front. But I only had two people to pay me up front. Yeah. So now that leads me back to my question, Bryce. So if you got there, you figured if you see the father cannot sign. Are you going to tell that client, I'm not going to refund you your money because I came out here. That's your problem. Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking customer service wise might be a better plan would be to charge them a travel fee. But I'm just curious, what does that sound like for your business? If you don't mind sharing, no pressure. So Nisha says, hi, ladies, y'all are phenomenal. Please advise on the proper way to complete a split notary. Hey, Nashia, I actually have a video on split signings. So you handle it like um, two different people. Yeah, one over here, one over there. So watch the video; it'll definitely go into detail. And a lot of times, if it's for, and a lot of times if it's for the company, they really make that decision because I've had it done two different ways. You can. What do you mean two different ways, Angela? To split signing. So the last the last time I had a split signing, the last time I had a signing, company called me, and the uh, husband and wife were separated, live in two separate houses, and so I went to have the husband sign it. Say it was Monday, then maybe Friday, uh, I had to have the wife sign it. But um, I, she just told me to keep the paperwork and have the wife sign it and have her day to day that she signed it. But I've also had it where um, if it's in two different locations, they just told me just have notarized their part and somebody else will notarize the other part. 
Yeah, so a split could be a couple of different ways. I've had that also. The husband is one place, wife is another. It could be same state, different state. So you just handle each notarization properly. If you do need assistance with notarizing um, properly, anybody listening, um, this would be a good time really quick just to tell you what we got going on over here. At Notary Educators, let's see. So, so I want to make sure we're clear on your question, though. So, check out my video on the split signing, and that's going to help you also, okay? Um, so, a couple things we got going on, guys. The April schedule is out. All of the live and self-paced courses are now 50% off. That's including the live, in person, on Zoom. They are also 50% off. Coupon code is WIN23. That's for live and self-paced because in, in the past, the question was, are the lives on sale? They were not. So we are going in a different direction. They are on sale, the lives and the self-paced. Again, 50% off. Coupon code is WIN23. But you don't need a coupon code for the live classes. You don't need a coupon code. It's already marked down when you check out. And we have, um, right now on the schedule, we have two Notarized Like a Pro courses, two Notary Signing Agent courses. And also, um, Angela has an apostille class for the month of April, okay? Don't forget, I do have my books in case you're new too, just don't know where to start. Or if you have a business that's not growing, Start Your Notary Business is available now for each state specific. If you've already bought the gray book though, you don't have to purchase this. But if you're brand new and don't know how to start your business or would like to learn how to grow it, Start Your Notary Business is available in all 50 states, including Washington, D.C. Don't forget to sign up for our Facebook group. If you have not, um, notaryeducatorsllc.com. And then also sign up for the free emails because I see we have quite a few people here tonight that probably got their emails to know that we were going live. If you did get your email tonight, can you put a one in the chat for me? I'm just trying to see how effective they are. Um, again, so if you're not signed up for the Facebook group or the emails, please do so so you can stay in touch to every, with everything we got going on, okay? And let's see, any announcements from you, uh, Angela? Let me add Alexis back. Oh, one second. All right, while we wait on the ladies, we'll keep going here. You got an announcement, Alexis? Computer's back up and running. Um, mm -hmm. No, you said the courses. I didn't mention your Google course. You want to mention that? Yeah. So now we have the Google course online and how to maximize your Google profile. Hold on. Okay. Um, how to maximize your Google profile. And if you already, if you've already had <laughs> up and running, it's still good for you. Um, you can learn how to maximize it. If you're starting fresh, it's amazing because it takes you from the beginning to the end on how to set up your Google page and how to maximize it for our industry as notaries. And that course also is on sale, coupon code WIN23. Did you have an announcement, Angela, about your apostille course? Anything you wanted to mention? Mm -hmm. To get your um, notary journals, we have new notary journals in various colors, whatever color is your favorite color, whatever color you choose. And I just started a new journal. Purple is my favorite color. And pink is, you know, whose favorite color? Mm -hmm. 
And so we have all those and I just used it for the first time because I had to um, start on a new journal. And I'm not just saying this because I did it, but I absolutely love it. It's so easy uh, to get your information. And um, yeah, so don't forget to go to Amazon, go to notaryeducatorsllc.com, click on the link to get your journal. Yeah, Angela's journal is for your everyday transactions. And the journal that I released as specialty mm-hmm. journal is for all of your non-notorial work. So between the two of us, we got you covered. Mine includes apostille, ink fingerprinting, I-9, all of your non-notorial work. So, because I often get that question, should I separate the two? So, yeah, I like both of the journals. Like, we might be a little partial, partial, but they are nice, though. All right. So then, um, Linnell, the next question is for you, Angela. Have you had, I guess it could be anybody, but have you had any situations where you had to say no to an apostille? What was Linnell? Have you had any situation where you had to say no to an apostille? Uh, no. <laughs> I've never had to say no to an apostille. Not not so no. far. Now what I so this is where it comes in where if a person does not have the right documents, knowing when to say what they need and how they can obtain it. Because I've had several people certificate apostille but it was the wrong birth certificate and so depending on the state they require your, your birth certificate to be from vital checks or from um, their the health department so i have been able to and then they brought it back to me to apostille it, but i've never turned one down i saw the problem so they could get their documents out yeah, we ain't trying to say no to too much. I mean, if we say no to something, it's because it's like, it ain't no other way. Yeah, I was going to say timing. Yeah, go ahead, Alexis. Yeah, only time I say no is if the person has to have it back ASAP and it's a process. Or let's say I'm sending out of state. If I have to send it to Florida or any other state, it's a, I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> you got to go to that state if you want it done quicker. Because if you know through me, it's gonna take a, it's gonna be a process. So that's the only time I'm saying no is if time wise we can't do it. And, and even with that, I'm not saying no too quickly because we could always reach out to Facebook and see if we can find a runner to take it for us. Yeah, y'all um, you know yeah. if the state is open, so we always try to make a no into a yes if we and can. I and if we can't do that. it, I I did do that uh, for it was too many to turn down. It was six apostilles for, for Virginia. <clears throat> and so I had a notary in Virginia to, uh, and so the thing about it is some states still you can't walk in. And so if you know the processes, Andy, but I did find someone that could quickly drive, you know, 45 minutes away. And I told her, you know, you're, that's your business. I can't tell you what to charge, but it's a, a, an emergency. So you call them know what you, your fee is. And they were okay with paying it. And so the good thing about it is I was dealing with a company, a lawyer from Spain. So they were they never even questioned us about pricing. And so if you want to get something done about so we like I said, we always gonna try to turn a no into a yes if we can. So Bryce says one time he gave one of his good pins to an elderly signer. It made her day since the, the person loved pens and stationery. Her daughter left left him a big tip. And I just gave out one of my nice pens the other day, too. The lady was holding it, right? And I was like, um, 
did you need to keep that pen, Miss Smith? <laughs> she was like, yes, yeah, she wanted to keep it. So it was fine. It was fine. I let her keep it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did say, yeah, her daughter was like, you going to steal a lady's pen? But, you know, I can buy another box of pens for what I charged her. You know what I'm saying? And she wow. left me a little tip, too. <laughs> so Infinite Desirement says, okay. Alana says, I'm still waiting on my first um, signing, GNW. So, Alana, while you're waiting on your signing, I'm going to always push back. Have you had any notary training? Are you prepared to go out and actually do the work? Let's just confirm. Okay. Just remind me if you've taken any training. If you have training and you are prepared for your first signing and first general notary job, then you might need to get in the coaching corner so we can look at your profile, look at your Google page. Let's see what's going on, why you're not getting any work. So we do offer that people, the coaching corner. Um, you can do a 30-minute session or an hour session. We'll do a deep dive into your your whole everything with your business as far as marketing, whatever you want to talk about. You can pick three to five topics depending on what session you pick. And we'll go over as much as we can to help get that business up and running, okay? And I've had several of them, and um, the people are doing amazing. So makes our day and helps, helps you guys to thrive in your business. So check out the coaching corner. Again, that's over at notaryeducatorsllc.com. Lissette says, do you all ever get payment up front on jobs? I've had a couple instances where customers didn't show up. Yeah, we actually talked about that last week on the live. Um, go back and check that video because you probably need to watch the whole thing. We talked about when is it appropriate to charge up front. We had two, it was a two-part payment um, live. So go back and check both of those out, Lissette. But just a quick answer over here. Only time I take payment up front is if it's like a nursing, I mean, uh, depending on how far the nursing home is, but definitely for a jail setting, something like that, that's way out the ordinary. Um, so we won't spend a lot of time on that because I have we have two full videos on that. So go back and check them out. But that is a short answer. Sometimes, yes. And sometimes if they cancel and no show or whatever, I have that happen quite often too. It's just the cost of doing business. That's why you need multiple streams, multiple things you can do. So I'm not sitting around and one client cancel. I'm like, my whole day is messed up. No, because I'm offering more than one service. So Bryce says, LOL, that's a good rejection. <laughs> yeah, you got to put a little sugar on it. Step by Faith says, just receive my commission to be remote online. Super nervous to hop online and actually do the signing. Any encouragement? I'll let Angela handle that as far as just giving you some encouragement. None of us are remote online notaries, but we do face-to-face, -face, so you can only imagine what that's like. Angela, what would you say for giving somebody encouragement, you and Alexis? As long as you, I would say to step by faith that, you know, as long as you've taken, you know, the uh, proper training for uh, uh, for Ron and you just go by your training. I always tell people you know the, you know how to do it if you've been trained. And so just remember your training and just do it. You just gotta have like your name by faith. You take it, don't be too too nervous to do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not sure exactly how it's set up, but how I envision it being set up online. If you have a second where you can maybe like take some notes beforehand, maybe and have them next to you and you know make sure you're doing everything correctly but i would say just jump out there and do one 
that's the only thing I can really just do one after you get over that initial, you know, scare. It's like, okay, cool, I got this. I feel like it'll keep going. You'll you'll have that momentum to do more and more and more, and then next thing you know, it'll be second nature to you. Now you do have to know what you're doing before you just jump out there, like Angela said. Make sure you have some training. But if you're properly trained on how to do everything, now at that point, we just gotta we just gotta be about it. Just I love your name. You gotta just do it. Um, Bryce said, I generally ask for only half. I've never actually asked for full payment. I just expressed that I do have strict rules to follow as a notary and that I do need to make sure that I'm paid. <laughs> I love it, Bryce. We do need to make sure we pay. <laughs> DJS says, I charge upfront when you have canceled on me. So mm, I've never had a, I had one client, he offered to pay me. I was supposed to go, I talked about this last week, actually. I was supposed to go do a um, oath only signing for him where I just only administer an oath. If you haven't seen the video, go back and watch it. I did a, a full video on how to do that with my mommy. Um, so watch that video. But he paid me because I had blocked off that time for him. But on the norm, if somebody cancels on me, I, I've never received a payment. They just don't cancel. They ghost you. Like they matter of fact, they won't even answer the phone. I have had a couple people say they're gonna come over and they'll be here in 10 minutes. Hour roll by. So I call back and they won't even answer the phone. So it's cool. Whatever. Um, Marcel says people out of state who hire me to go somewhere usually pay up front, even though I never asked. That's true too. I had that happen where I had a client, she paid the whole thing up front. Because I, I had her, I was going to make her pay half because I had to obtain a witness. And she actually ended up paying um, the whole thing up front. So that was cool. Um, welcome to everybody. We got a nice amount today. What is today on a Tuesday evening? Welcome everybody. And to those who will watch the replay. So Bryce said, he set the time aside. Also offered to return it another time if they paid half up front. That's just part of how my services are guaranteed. I love it. And you get to write, Bryce, to choose how you want to run your business. My signers have all been okay with that. It's basically like the travel fee. I am in total agreement. I am in total agreement. And Infinite Discernment says, I need that. I believe you probably were referring to one of the classes, but it'd be our pleasure if you are in one of the classes. Hey, we got Takesha in the house. After hours, BA. What's up, girl? She is on IG. If you have not followed her, what's up, Takesha? Um, hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. And let's see, any more questions for us right quick? Um, oh, J3. So sorry I had a call. No, I'm in New York and we can't take it. Okay, very good. That's why I wasn't sure if you were who I thought you were or who if you were somebody else. Okay, so New York cannot take an expired ID. Very good. Thank you for responding. And then Mag says, I had one signing so far and have one set for this Saturday too. My downtown has so many low offices, but I should wait until I have more practice before marketing to them. LOL. I'm eager to get to work. Yeah, don't start marketing and you are not ready. I promise you. You will burn through customers faster than a match in a in a um um a fire, what you call it, bush, bush thing, California. Don't do it. If you're not ready, don't do it. Don't take a signing. Matter of fact, we got three or four people right now that have taken signings and no training. 
You cannot call us and say, hey, what do I do? What do I attach? I can't help you that quick. I, I can't because one, we're all working. So we got to get you properly trained and everything is 50% off right now. We got to get you properly trained on basic notarizations. We got to. Don't take no job. You don't know how to stamp no paper. Don't do it. You just spent all that money and now you're going to get blackballed in the industry. It ain't worth it. Don't try to fake it till you make it. Either you know it or you don't. If I ask you, can you go and do an acknowledgement and you have to ask me what it is, you're not ready. If I hand you a document and you say, how do I do such and such? You're not ready. Don't do it. People get their commission. And the next question is, who do I sign up with? Nobody. Okay. We're not being mean, but we want you to succeed. We want you to be successful. And you got to know how to stamp that paper. Let's get a few more right quick. Um, Max says, I got my Google page up and running. I've been mailing out letters, assisted living. Every day I'm determined. Very good. And that's what you got to do. You just got to be determined. Hey, Latia, welcome. Made it to the live. She's doing some amazing things. Her and her husband here in Georgia. Welcome, welcome. D. Crawford says, hey, ladies, in Georgia, we cannot accept an expired driver's license. In California, they can, if not expired, be five, five years, correct? So, D. Crawford, I'm going to have you go back and read the Georgia handbook and see, does it say you cannot accept a driver's license that's expired? And you are correct about California. So, how you know California law better than your own law? Go back and read it, okay? I'm not being funny, but I really want you to know for yourself. So, go back and read it. Can you take an expired ID? JB says, ladies, I am newly commissioned notary in Indiana. I am at a standstill because Google has not verified my business. Any suggestions? Alexis. Yeah, I would say contact Google. If, you, if you're if you on your profile um, in the search bar, it's little three dots on the side. Click those three dots and go to contact us and follow the steps to contact Google. If you know, it's something on Google. Like if it's taking too long, I don't know when you um, requested for the verification code and process. But if it's longer than maybe like a week or two, I would go ahead and contact them. Very good. And then if you need further assistance on getting your business started, check out my book I wrote for the state of Indiana. Again, I have Start Your Notary Business. I don't know if you're looking at the screen, but all 50 states, we have Michigan, Florida, all 50 plus D.C. So if you need some help in starting your business, you might want to check one of those books out. OK, check out the book for your state. And DJS said canceled and rescheduled. Yeah, sometimes you do that. You go ahead and reschedule them, you know, once you get some of their money. Um, B. Well says I received payment up front twice so far. Those are the only notarizations I've done. They were on Thumbtack. Cool. If you the quicker you can get your money, the better. And Takesha's just saying hey to everybody. So, guys, we are going to wrap it up. Stephanie says, How do you take a Google page down and remove it? Alexis, you got a comment on that? And then we're gonna wrap it up after that. Um, Stephanie, you can reach out. I would have to walk you through the process, but you can reach out to me. Um, you can fill out a contact us form on the website. Yeah, um, and in the meantime, too, you could also try to YouTube it. Um, if not, you might have to get on Alexis's um, calendar for her to assist you with your Google page. Okay. 
it would definitely be her pleasure. She offers 30 minutes and 60 minute sessions. Aspen got a lot to say tonight. He said, I got something to say. It's almost so big. anyway, we are going to say bye, guys. Yeah. So we thank you for one joining one us. Comment on Facebook yeah, Facebook. sure. Uh-huh. It's uh Brittany Walker says, I think it's probably good to maybe do like a five or ten dollar non-refundable deposit to make sure client is serious is that allowable and so again you guys uh you're running your business and however you choose to do it if you require upfront deposit then that's your business structure decide how you want your business to be and make it happen that's the best thing about it you get the right to run your business the way you want to for me anything i do anything i touch i try to keep it as simple as possible so I don't want my clients to have a bad taste in their mouth. So sometimes, like I always say around here, some things are just the cost of doing business. It really is. So guys, on behalf of Notary Educators, I'm going to say good night, Notary Life with Kimmy. If you have not checked out my new YouTube channel, Healthy Life with Kimmy, check it out. I'm documenting my health journey over there. Um, again, it's called Healthy Life with Kimmy. If you are in, so inclined, you can check it out. I'm going to say good night and I'm going to let Angela and Alexa say good night. Good night, you guys. This is Angela from AJ Mobile Notary and Apostille Services. I'll wait time out of your busy schedule or evening to sit down and chat with us for a few minutes. Hey, everybody. It's Alexis from Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and we will see you all soon. Let's get this last thing from DJS because she did the homework on New York really quick. So DJS says the notary public license law for New York states that only that you must have satisfactory evidence of the person's identity, but it does not say an ID must be current. That means it's up to you to decide what that constitutes satisfactory evidence. Yes, DJS. And that's what our handbook says, too. So you have to make a business decision for me if everything makes sense. Because a lot of your elderly clients do not have current ID. They no longer drive. That's going to be, for me, a yes. But everything has to make sense. So you can't give me an expired ID from five years ago. You know what I'm saying? You got the whole situation need to make sense. Hey, Aurora. So we're going to say good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Check out everything going on, Notary Educators at NotaryEducatorsLLC.com. And have a great evening. Good night. Much success. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.